It's Jarvis Leatherby here from the heavy metal band Night Demon, and you're watching CMS TV. He, Robbie has a studio that uh, still gets used all the time up in LA and okay. he just, I never, I didn't get to see him record his tracks, but he played slide guitar. Steven going backwards had ran into him at a party in the Hollywood Hills or something and right. said, Hey, I'm doing a record. Would you want to play on it? And Robbie Krieger, the doors says, eh, why not? Sure. <laughs> they, they gave him the song and he gave back these tracks at first, I had completed all the guitars on that, so I was a little pissed at first. I'm like, wait, because I did do some cool stuff that you don't get to really hear on it. But yeah. the fact that he was going to play on it was amazing. And you know, as I was telling uh, your your buddy Ray, we talked about this too. But I I don't know a life without the Doors in it. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was born in 1972. Yeah, so they were, uh, they were already yeah. done by then, weren't they? Right. Yeah. So, and my parents were, were big fans. So, I mean, I, I love that. I even went through like in the nineties, I went, I got into another doors phase where I was just like, wow, drop an acid and listen to doors. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I loved it. And, uh, so the, all those years later to have him play on some, on a song yeah. I wrote was just, uh, insane to me. Hell you yeah. Know what I mean? Is that the kind of thing that you'd like hit your mom up and say, Hey, check this out. Here's yeah. a record I'm on where mom and dad. Yeah. I'm not the loser you thought I was. You're not going to yeah. believe this. I'm playing with the doors now, kind of. <laughs> your parents, and I've, you know, I think a lot of musicians will attest to this. Like your parents never, never care about that shit anymore. No. You know, like, they're like, oh, that's great, dear. Uh, mm -hmm. Anyway, have you talked to your sister? You know, she's yeah. just a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you're like, mom, Robbie freaking Cranker. Yeah. Dude, uh, I did that with, um, I did that with my mom. I don't know three years ago i guess it was when um now bandy and put me in his documentary and, and he put me in a lot you know in those inside metal documentaries mm -hmm. like I, in the two the last two the bay area ones i think i appear like 11 times total in in the two i mean it's it's a substantial amount of times and i went over to my mom's house i didn't tell her i was like oh you got to see this 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 rock movie that that my friend made it's great and I just kind of left it that. It was on Hulu. At the time, it was on Hulu. And I just remember that was like the coolest thing for me is I put it on and she's watching. And I don't even come into this fucking movie till like 52 minutes, the first one. But we're watching, we're watching. I know she's bored, but she just likes to spend time with me because we don't really get to spend very much time together. Right. So we're watching, we're watching. All of a sudden, I pop up on the screen and she's like, I, I, I you know doing that thing and she was like totally like blown away that i was on a in a movie that was on hulu chris <laughs> you're in the television box yeah. <laughs> you're on the screen how did you do that you're on my little boys on the silver screen well that was a funny thing is she asked me too how did you do that like i did it like i made the movie how and somehow got it on this hulu. right now how are you doing this <laughs> you know that was um it, it was it was really fun to to have that moment. And boy, I thank Nalbandian for that one because that was like one of the cooler moments that I've had 
you know, to just kind of slide that in on my mom. So, yeah, I can imagine if your mom and dad were Doors fans that they were, they had to get a kick out of seeing their baby boy playing on with Robbie Krieger. There Maybe they didn't say it to you, but. There was some cognitive dissonance going on with that because I don't recall them being at all impressed by they it. Didn't, uh, they didn't say, oh, that was cool or anything? I don't know. I didn't get it. Like, it didn't. I don't know, man. I can't explain my parents. Did they graduate from from rock music to country like so many older people? Well, yeah, certainly my dad's taste of music got a lot worse in his uh, <laughs> later years. He was like, "Have you have you heard that group Enya?" Wow, oh, has- no. <laughs> wow, you know it's really passionate. It's very moving. Um, yeah, I was like, "What? What happened to you, man?" Um <laughs> My mom, she's she still loves the classic rock, but she sure. kind of even took it back. She's more like 70s, 80s. Uh, and probably show. softer classic rock now, like the Eagles and not Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, you know, she has yacht rock stuff yeah. too. But um, I, when I borrowed, I had a, uh, God, I had a driver car once for something, um, but that she had a cheap trick in there. Okay. And I was that's like, pretty oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, at least you didn't put it on. It wasn't, hey, the greatest hits of Rupert Holmes or something. <laughs> right. You know, it could have been that. So, some vaudeville classics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that was the worst thing. Like, for me as a kid, my mom was, it still is, total rocker chick. My mom's 70 fucking five. My mom is 75 and she listens to hardcore rap. And I mean, hardcore rap, like, like, um, two chains and, uh, Lil Wayne and shit like that. I mean, she that's listens awesome. to, hard rap but she was always like rocker chick and she took me as a little kid you know i've always told the story about i went to zeppelin when i was nine 1977 you know i got to see zeppelin because my mom took me because my dad didn't want to go and the reality was my mom wanted to do this kind of shit my dad on the other hand the worst choices of music of all time. Right? Like, my mom, if you looked at the, we had a, it was like a hutch, I guess. I think that's what they were called back then. It was like a a thing, like a, and it had doors on it, and you could put records in the doors. They called it the hutch. Okay. And in the hutch, my mom had like 300 albums, and they were all, all the Beatles records, all the Stones records, Herman and the Hermits um the who i'm telling you now (laughs) exactly all that kind of shit but but all the all the um all the heavy rock for that time for the 60s and the 70s you know and so she had all this then my dad had a little sliver of records that was in there maybe 40 albums your area dear well and it was like that and it was all just shit it was all like the greatest hits of Rupert Holmes or it like Dave a, Loggins, not Kenny Loggins. The That's way too oh, fast for my dad. Cash. That's way too fast for my dad. That was like my, thrash metal for your yeah. dad. <laughs> my dad would be like, um, like he had an eight track of the greatest hits of Slim Whitman. Oh, and yeah. he would play this shit in his fucking car constantly. So every time I had to go to baseball practice or something, we're driving down the road. It's like, I was like, what the? It's embarrassing to ride can with him. Can you play some of that? Can you, Slim can Whitman? Yeah, yeah, because you got to refresh me there. Oh, my know, God. Slim Whitman is the worst, man. Yeah, put on like a Slim Whitman hit. Let's I don't see. even know what a Slim hit Whitman hit. I have, 
Honestly, you are the first person, and I've been telling these stories for 10 years. I've never actually had the urge to pull a Slim Whitman song. <laughs> I know you don't have the urge. I, I'm the one with the urges, these crazy urges. Oh, here you go. Oh, yeah. You'll recognize this classic right away, as I recognize it right away. Here's Slim Whitman with the Indian love call. This is just fucking terrible shit. Oh, my God. Indian love call. <laughs> <laughs> the yodla yeah when i'm calling you <laughs> So I ride with no. I ride with my mom in the morning to to school, and she's playing uh, like Eminence Front or whatever the popular Who yeah, the song who, was yeah. in the in the in the morning, right? So you know we're rocking to school when I would go to school in the morning because she always drove me, and um, it was always that or the Stones, like Start Me Up, Stones, that era of the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. My dad would come to would come to um, baseball practice. And after baseball practice, he would take me home because my dad was always kind of my my individual coach. So he would take me home, and, and he would play his music in his car. And it would be this shit. And it was like, oh, get in a car, and it would be this, or Roger Whitaker, or Dave Loggins. Please, remember that song? Please come to Boston for no. the springtime. The worst thing that my dad put us through was Willie Nelson. Oh, my dad was all into Willie, too. Yeah. That was torture to my kid years. Uh, the other, what was it? Well, yeah. Some stuff I was okay with. Like now, Bob Seeger, my dad liked a lot. I love me I, some Seeger. I love me some Bob Seeger, too. We had a, a tape. Back then, my dad was always good at duping stuff. Like he had sure. the, the vinyl, but then he was totally technically competent enough to have that put on. Two, uh, two tapes. Yeah, he'd have he had he had ACDC back in black on one nice. side, and then he had Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band's greatest hits on the other. And so if we had a family car ride, we'd get to rock out to ACDC and then it would f- turn over and we'd listen to Bob Seeger. Nice. And that, that was all good. But then he'd hit us with that Willie Nelson, and that was just uh, like I felt like jumping out the window. I didn't care how fast the car was going. Dude, I, I, I'll tell you one of the one of the crossroads records for us. My dad, because because his music taste was so fucking terrible. I mean, we made fun of him constantly about his shitty music, <laughs> and, and but man, but he was he was a man's man back in that day. You know, from, does that mean he's gay? Like, no, he's gay. No, oh. he wasn't. He was definitely not gay. I'm sure he was banging the tar out of my mom. But <laughs> he's but, a um, man's man. He was a man. Mean? No, you gotta say it the right way. He's a man's man. Okay, yeah. there you go. I'm man, <laughs> but no, he, when, when he drove the car, he was in charge, right? That meant everything that meant if he wanted me sitting on the left side in the back seat, that's where I sat. And if he wanted my brother sitting on the right side, that's where he sat. And if the radio was on, he was controlling it. Mm. So, I mean, he was just that way. 
And mm-hmm. I can remember we took a trip one year to fucking St. Louis in the car from Ohio. You know, I'm 12 years old or whatever that shit was, whatever age I was at that time. I'm going to St. Louis. And I don't even know why we went to St. Louis of all. You know, not exactly a hot spot of man. The murder, of, it's the murder capital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, but I don't know what it was. All I remember doing was the Ark. We went up in the Ark, right. the Arch, the Ark, whatever mm-hmm. that's called. Yeah. Uh, we went up in that thing, and it sways like ten feet each way when you're up at the top. Oh, fucking scares the hell out of you. Oh. But um, I just remember the car ride. My dad had eight tracks. He was big on the eight tracks, and so him and my mom were fighting about the radio in the car. They're just fighting about the car. But they had one eight-track that they could both agree on. So we went to St. Louis and back listening to the soundtrack to A Star is Born. Oh, Barbara Streisand. Yes. Well, but see, my dad was into the Streisand versions, and my mom was into the Chris Christopherson kind of rocker tunes. Okay. So it was kind of the combo, but it would be like... You'd hear that. I don't know if you remember any of those songs from the Chris Christopherson, but they kind of rocked the, with the yeah. cri- crippled crow and stuff like that. And, you know, watch closely now. Are you watching me now? You know, they were just, yeah, it was, it, I mean, it was, let me pull that up too. Now, now, now you got me thinking about all this shit. You got me thinking about this shit now. Oh, that's not even a song. I'm making that up. You're making that one up. It's 1976, <laughs> I think it was. Let's see. Where's so my my mom was. Oh, here we go. Good. Here's a full album one. Let's see if it's got the clicks on it. So here's like Chris Christopherson. Pull this up. Share screen. The first KK. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> This kind of rocks, right? For 1976, this is pretty rocking. Yeah, I hear a guitar. Very doors. Yeah. He's trying to do his gym wars. Then he comes in with this heavy part right here. Watch closely now. I'm begging Topper Strassel. Yeah. So I. So we we're. we're <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the car. We're 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 rocking out to the to those songs, right? Right. But then, my dad's songs would come on, and you get this. Dad on the songs. same record. Not to be confused with night songs from Cinderella. No. Dad songs. This is hard. But, you know, we'd be listening to these Chris Christopherson jams that rock, and then all of a sudden this comes on. This makes me want to take a samurai sword and stick it in my spine. <laughs> Soft as an easy chair. Ugh. That's enough. That's enough. Love. <laughs> Fresh as the morning air. <laughs> is this a deuce commercial? You know why I know the words? Because I had to listen to it all the way from from Cleveland to wherever, St. Louis and back. That should be illegal in Cleveland. To you. Oh, my God. It was so bad. And it was just, 
and this was one that they both agreed on. So not only did I listen to it for this entire car ride, but I probably listened to it 900 other times in my house because they couldn't agree on much with music. So there was a lot of times like I would come home and my mom would be like listening to like meatloaf bat out of hell or something, something that was kind of cool or something for the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And then my dad would come home and he'd swap it out and put on fucking, um, you know, all night long from Lionel Richie or something. It was just the weirdest. I like that. I I don't hate it, but, but dude, when, when you're, you're being raised to be a rock and metal guy, metal kid. Right. And then all of a sudden you get fed Barbara Streisand and Slim Whitman. And I honestly think it's one of the reasons that I have such a weird musical taste because I, yeah. I grew up listening to both sides of, of it constantly, you know, and that's why I can listen to like cannibal corpse and I can go right from cannibal corpse to, um, Oh, what a night! Late right. December, and it just sounds right to me. It's not, it doesn't sound like it's like a broken playlist or something. Your, it your just, brain had to split itself in half to protect itself. Yeah, pretty so. much, pretty much. So yeah, I grew up on all this kind of weird shit, man. Uh, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. 